0: this is the open Forum podcast Welcome to episode 26 of the Open Forum podcast. My name is Mike Miller joined by my co-host Mike Martinez to bring you the news helpful insight and more from the world of physical education. Mike, I gave myself a haircut last week.
1: you know what so did I So those, did
0: I. those two haircuts are very different. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Yours was was riskier and came out fantastic. Mine is pretty consistent across the board. I mean, you you get what you get. You don't get upset.
0: Dude, I borrowed a Clipper because I don't have one of my own, and Amazon is like out of them. Ah. So I borrowed one from a friend, and I severely underestimated or overestimated the power of his Clipper. (laughs) So imagine me, for anyone who's ever seen pictures of me, my crazy thick Italian head of hair. I, I faded in the sides, like, beautiful, point-perfect, wonderful, amazing, and then I go to the back, and the clipper stops clipping. Oh. My wife walked in the bathroom, and she gave me, like, one of those looks, like, oh my goodness.
1: Like, good thing we're, we're quarantined, kind of like? I'm like,
0: find somebody out there with a clipper, because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it ended up working, and... I look wonderful. So,
1: when, when when in doubt, you can always just slather some shaving cream on it, take a straight razor to it, call it a day. If we want
0: to go the Martinez route, you know, bald is beautiful.
1: Bald is beautiful.
0: I would. So here we are in June,
1: buddy. How are how are things? How are you? How's the school year wrapping up for you?
0: Uh, it's it's going. Um, distance learning is interesting. It's a, it's a weekly challenge. Um, I think my biggest challenge right now is engagement with the end of the year coming up and uh, surrounding districts ending their years early, and you know us in New York City kind of pushing it out to the end, right? You know, to give them as much as much academics as possible right up until the end. But um, yeah, it's 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 been trying but rewarding all at the same time. I I hear you on that. I know we're in
1: in my own home are dealing with that where my school, my my son's school ends next Friday, the 12th. My wife is the week after that. I'm two weeks after that. So dealing with staggered times. My wife is done
0: on the 12th, I believe.
1: Yep. Trying to keep the engagement high. Trying to keep, uh, keep the, the excitement there for kids. I'm sure the novelty has probably worn off by now. But we're we're what 12, 11 full weeks in now I believe something yeah. like that 12 weeks in, so yeah we're 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 heading down the home stretch to the finish line trying to finish strong here, and I'm sure like yourself and like many teachers if not every teacher, in the country I'm simultaneously trying to anticipate what the fall's gonna bring. While also trying to like block that from my brain, if possible, (laughs) so we actually know what the fall is going to bring.
0: As of this morning, we got the okay from New York State to open summer camp on time. Right. So that's been a big planning point on my brain because I'm the director of a local camp, Mm -hmm. and you know, trying to get staffing. And other other camps are closing. You know, an abundance of caution and business decisions, and you know, here we are on the doorstep of opening cautiously back up, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of things to weigh.
1: Especially as different states and different parts of states open up in their respective phases. Right. Um, I know one thing that's been on the minds of a lot of my students and their families has been what happens when phase one, two, and three open up and mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, aunt and uncle start going back to work, but exactly. the kids still aren't in school or they're off for the summer. How does that manifest itself? What does childcare look like? So it, it is exciting to hear that in our neck of the woods, summer camps are opening back up and hopefully other, other states are getting similar guidance from their, their representatives as well.
0: Yeah, And that was our big push with really continuing to open was that Even if we're, you know, because we're technically childcare, so we're part of phase one. Mm -hmm. But you might not have the the quote-unquote, lack of a better term, regular person who's not required to go back in yet. But if we're still in phase one, we have all these essential workers that are still going to work that need somewhere for their kids to go. And if you're in phase two, then more people are going back to work and need someone for their, somewhere for their kids to go, so that's, you know, I, I work for one of the biggest camp companies out on Long Island, Camps are Us, and we are really pushing to, you know, have somewhere for these kids to go, a uh, uh, return to normalcy for them, being able to see people and interact and get get that socialization back where, unfortunately, it hasn't been for the last... months you know trying to get through this whole this whole process so
1: and now as as you prepare to to plan for that i'm sure others are planning for similar situations how does social distancing plant play into your planning process in terms of providing activities fun enjoyment the, the way you would normally would but maintaining the regulations to help keep everyone safe during this time
0: Well, we're looking into and planning what's called no slash or no or low contact activities. So limiting or maximizing the space between our campers and trying to key into those activities that that provide that and plan and, and modify existing games that we have to also plan for that. The biggest thing that we're doing to kind of rely or be inside of the CDC guidelines are the the cohorts, how how we're organizing our groups. So, you know, kids inside of their cohorts aren't required, you know, six, eight children and their counselor aren't required to have some sort of mask or, you know, facial cover, which, you know, the CDC is recommending at this point because they're going to be, together all day long and that's their cohort them and their counselor but if we're socially just like the CDC regulation says when socially social distancing is impossible when they're next to another cohort when they're at lunch if we're not able to space them out then they would be required to have a face covering which we would then provide you know and as always if if parents want to send their kids with face coverings as a precaution like that's cool um of course, of course. You know, i'll probably be doing that along with you know because i'll see all the kids at some point you know i'll be doing that over an abundance of caution even though you know i have antibodies which supposedly protect me because you know I went, we'll find out right <laughs> i went through this whole thing um yeah we'll, we'll we'll see It it'll be a big step towards normalcy and and getting the kids back to instead of sitting in front of their iPads and their computers and, you know, having a little bit more of a stale educational experience, mm-hmm. getting back to socialization and social emotional and talking about feelings and connecting with people and yeah,
1: I'm, I'm ready. Oh all those critical things that we know and love so much about about our our jobs yeah and as you're talking about them i can't i couldn't help but kind of feeling and, and thinking about the parallels between a summer camp experience and some of the benefits that we get from a quality physical education program and some of the challenges that you're trying to navigate in planning for that are very similar to what we as as educators have been trying to navigate over the last two and a half, you know, three months now yeah and again, lucky for us, Open has been sensational in providing materials, providing resources to ensure that we are still keeping the education in physical education, that we're not just providing busy work, that we're not just promoting physical activity, but still right. keeping things at a high educational level. And the, the wizards behind the curtain have, have come through <laughs> again in terms of summer camp planning. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen your email yet or have seen your email yet or have seen your email and maybe forgot, there's something virtual.
0: Stop the show right now and go check your email, then come back.
1: Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Open is collaborating with some of their their closest and most exciting partners, I feel yes. like. To provide a virtual at home summer camp experience. And we're not talking about, you know, make your own s'mores mm-hmm. and sing a few camp songs.
0: We're talking Although, about, in the right, safe way, like, that would totally be cool.
1: Of course, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, by the but... way,
0: um, social media, I saw if you want to up your s'more game, I'm a goldfish today. If you <laughs> want to up your s'more game, substitute the regular Hershey chocolate bars for Mr. Goodbar. Ah. All right, sorry, continue.
1: Well, now, now I'm stuck on the s'mores, but we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, again, in the spirit of keeping things high-level, high education, high engagement, Open is partnering with folks like Speed Stacks for a, for a sports stacking. Yes, sir. Week of summer camp. Partnering with the, the phenomenal folks at Spikeball for a week-long spike ball camp, partnering with New York Roadrunners mm-hmm. for a running, I believe it's called Loopy Laps. Loopy Laps. Week-long engagement, and coming out with a new module of their own, Open Backyard game. So I have to assume it has yes, all the classics, all the favorites that you would normally want to get outside and engage with with your family and friends, all looped together in one neat little four-week bundle here.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting bunch of weeks and if you go to the open website we'll put the link in the show notes there is a page dedicated to the summer camp um or the summer at home um set of materials and they're going to be released on a weekly basis but you'll you'll get them on or around two weeks ahead of time so you'll have you know a little bit of planning time and, right. uh, so, the dates for so next week
1: go. so next week uh the active home week 13 packet will be released it's June 12th
0: that's the final active or um active home uh contribution posting yes, that week
1: yes sir and then the following Monday June 15th would be two weeks before the open virtual summer camp is to kick off. So I would have to assume and fully expect that on or very close to the June 15th, that first week of, of resource materials will come your way, which would be the open backyard games taking you from June 29th through, through July 3rd, easier for me to to do than say, Mm. um, again, giving you two weeks of of prep time in case you want to gather materials or just get yourself mentally ready for that. I know, up here in the northeast we go a little bit later into the school year but folks are, are wrapping up their school years uh, already in some cases yeah. or close to already in other cases so the first wave of, of summer camp materials should be coming in about a week or a week and a half which will start from june 29th through july 3rd that comes right after the the independence day holiday with Spikeball camp yes coming at you which i cannot wait for <laughs> july 6th through july 10th um if that wasn't good enough we're gonna throw some some sports stacking camp with our friends from speed stacks yes, sir. for july 13th through the 17th and then finishing july strong with the loopy laps from the rising new york road runners july 20th through july 24th so four amazing weeks of materials resources activities to keep you moving keep you active keep you engaged all through the end of June and the month of July.
0: Now to make sure that you get notified when these things are posted on that website where it outlines all the dates and everything, um, which is openphizedorg slash summer camp. We'll put it in the show notes. There is a little Google form on the side, just like if you filled that out for open national field day, same thing, just uh, name, email, uh, how many kids you serve, what your role is, to make sure that you are on that mailing list for when those materials get posted.
1: And now you and I, Mike, were talking just before we started recording about not just how exciting this virtual summer camp can and will be for those who maybe still aren't able to to gather in large groups like that, but also on the flip side, as educators who are always planning and preparing by the time those camps wrap up, we're at the last week of July. For some folks, you're just a week or two away from starting your own school, your, your new school years. Right. Um, and again, as much as I try not to, there comes that that, that anxiety, that, yeah. that that uncertainty. What is that gonna look what, like? What does the fall look like? Um, I know here in New York, education is listed in phase four, the the last reopening phase so i'm expecting to not necessarily get a finalized plan until as close to yeah. that
0: it's it's going to be a, a game time decision depending on how well the other phases just cuz in in new york city we're in such close quarters right it it's it's it poses a bigger challenge cuz there's very little opportunity to social distance in some of our buildings so
1: absolutely absolutely and i've been trying to Again, the, the the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in me is trying to scour social media to see what folks are saying and what they're and what they're hearing, what they're doing, while also trying to say, on the other half of my brain, let me just wait until I know what to deal with, and then right. we'll deal with it at that time. So to kind of throw a little a little teaser out here to, to prep, hey now, to prep for uh, for next month's episode, we're going to be doing another call-in episode and try to get as many voices from as many different regions as possible if you know what your plan looks like for next year if you have an idea if you've already started the planning process we'd love to hear from you and hopefully either shed some light or give some other folks ideas on what the fall school year the fall portion of the school year could look like i feel like we've all settled into one of three possibilities right either we're going back to our physical buildings and have to maintain some sort of social distancing. We are not going back to our buildings and we'll continue virtual learning or we're doing some kind Somewhere of hybrid of that, yeah. whether it's alternating days, alternating weeks, alternating something or another.
0: If I were to put, if I were to go all in on something, if I were to bet, if I were to put $10 on red or black, it would probably be for that blended learning some sort sure. of an A-B schedule, you know, it, it, it's gonna be challenging whichever whichever one it is, but mm-hmm. you know, good good thing we're, we're gonna have some resources that maybe play into each one of those scenarios.
1: Which is for sure, and I know the, the CDC has already put out guidelines yeah. as to what the ideal situation would look like. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's worked in a school before knows that your day-to-day <laughs> is far from ideal usually. There was that
0: photo going around on social media, which I'm not sure is real or confirmed um, from a district in Arizona that had, like, the, the plastic, like, quarantine grid tents around all of their student desks. Right. I, I
1: hope that's not it. I mean, again, every, every situation is going to be different. Yeah. And even based on your own school building, things might be different. 100%. Um, we were just talking as, as a staff personally. You know, we're in a, a pretty large building. Where the classrooms are upstairs, the gym is downstairs. And if kids can return to the building and be six feet apart, can they then transition through hallways and down stairways while still staying six feet apart?
0: And so walk by other classes and mm-hmm. you know I, railings, I could see con- of that controlling exposure where they have to stay. You know, there's that that picture of guidelines going around that says you know the kids must stay with the same staff all day long. Correct. You know that's that's to limit exposure. Mm-hmm. Now, what about when those kids walk by the hallway with another class going the other way? So right. You got to think. Or about even that
1: thinking for my my elementary school friends, even if you are on a one floor building and kids could get to the gym without too much traffic. Yeah. What do they do once they're in the gym? How do you plan for activities where you're in person, but oh, yeah. trying to maintain that 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 distance and that boundary? at all times p classes Uh, at
0: my school it's 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 two classes on 64 kids in the gym at the same time so
1: that probably won't be happening yeah yeah, (laughs) i I
0: would say not
1: but again the good news is the 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 people at open who the 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 dream makers over here have already got out in front of this.
0: imagineers that's the term right imagineers
1: yes sir have already gotten out in front of this as well um, if you're an open power member, if you're an open registered user, you probably got a... You a, have this info already. ...an emailed survey a while back asking what your situation was going to look like, what do you think it would look like, and because no one really knows, even the ones who are responsible for making the decisions probably don't know yet.
0: You can still fill out that survey, by the way. It's not oh. like closed. You can, if, if you go to that site, that Open in 2020 website, um, we'll put the link in the the show notes, um, you can still fill out that 2020 plan feedback form. And that's openphysed.org slash 2020 plan. Gotcha,
1: thank you for that. Yep. And the the majority of the responses that came in landed into one of those three buckets, right? Yes. Either I think my school will be back, but we'll have to maintain social distancing. I don't think my school will be back and we'll be learning virtually for the first couple of weeks, couple of months of the school year we're doing a version of all three. So rather than throw a dart at a wall, pick one and go for it, the folks at Open said, you know what? Let's plan 10 weeks of high quality instruction to fit all three of those buckets. Do it. So every single teacher and every single student will have some kind of resource or guidelines to go off of to help navigate these times. And just like every other resource they put out, you take what you like, you leave what you don't, At least it's there for you. What an amazing gift to our community to know that amidst all the uncertainty, all the chaos, this is one less thing to necessarily have to spend hours and hours trying to reinvent a program or the wheel. You have a starting point. Right. At least regardless of which bucket you're in, there's something for you there. If you want to download, plug it and play it, you can do that if you have some ideas of things that work virtually or things that you want to that you can still do in person you can just kind of pick and choose the parts that you like but at least you have a jumping off point which is absolutely outstanding i feel
0: like yeah definitely
1: and in conjunction uh one thing that i've probably used the most off of open during this period of virtual learning is the believe in you series the social emotional learning series so good through st- starring Kevin Atlas. Kevin through... Atlas
0: also did a webinar through BSN Sports that yep. it, it already passed. It was on the 27th, but uh, you can still watch the recording of that if you go to bsnsports.com.
1: It's just been an absolutely amazing tool for, for me and my middle schoolers yeah. to tap into some topics that, A, I honestly don't do a good enough job of hitting during traditional P E. Yeah. But but also like could not possibly be understated how important they are right now. Mm-hmm. Where kids are experiencing a whole lot of feelings and emotions and don't have the space or the opportunity to process that. Maybe don't want to do it live in a in a Zoom call. They have journal entries they can get into. It, it's easily been the, the biggest tool that I've used so far. Those resources are being pumped out for the fall as well. I believe they're filming they're wrapping up a third season right now of yep. the Believe in New series. Yes. So that's gonna be there for you as well. And the hits just keep on coming. Once the first 10 weeks, um, you know, which will take you in some cases, either from August through early October or September through November-ish, there'll be another 10 weeks coming for you to take you at least through December and get you to the new year and to your, your winter breaks. So help is is on the way, it's still coming. And could be more excited if,
0: if we're in blended learning until the new year. We're gonna need all the help we can get.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm curious to see. You know, as as an aside, I just read an article recently that one of the it was one of the European soccer leagues that tried coming back and playing with no fans had a huge spike again. So yep. they're canceled again. If that was you know a hand you know a couple dozen soccer players in a closed stadium, what happens with a couple hundred? students get together again so yeah. definitely not trying to you know rain on anyone's parade or spreading any, any, any negativity here but it's just, it's just a, an a, a unfavorable scenario that we have to at least account for or plan for
0: hoping for forward. that herd immunity
1: yeah. to take us through if it hasn't happened yet maybe it'll happen soon right
0: let's i certainly hope so
1: but let's get back to the good news here four weeks of at home virtual summer camps Featuring open backyard games, spike ball, sports stacks, New York Rising Roadrunner or Rising New York Roadrunners, ten weeks of dealer's choice resources <laughs> for the fall. Whatever your situation is, we've got something for you. Um, it makes me feel comfortable going into the end of the school year and the uncertainty of the summer, knowing that once again we're not going to be alone in this fight, thanks to the people at Open. Yeah. Folks, as you're pouring over the, sh- the show notes before you listen to this episode or after you listen to this episode, if you heard something we talked about and don't see a link for it, if you heard something we talked about and want more information about it, if we didn't talk about something that you have a question about, please feel free to reach out to either of us. You can always reach the show at openforumpod at gmail.com. You can reach Mr. Miller or myself on Twitter. We're both always available. I'm at PhysEdFreak.
0: And I am at Coach Miller CoachMillerPE.
1: Stay tuned on all your favorite social media platforms for an invitation to contribute to next month's show. Yes. As we try to hear from the masses about what your fall planning looks like. If you know your circumstances, do you want to hear from you. If you don't know, we want to hear from you. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And don't hesitate to always reach out to the show. We definitely want to keep this a truly open forum. Thanks so much for everything that you've done during this virtual learning experience for your students and for the phys ed community. And until next time, stay active,
0: This podcast and all of the great services provided by Open are made possible through the support of U.S. Games and BSN Sports. Every time you purchase physical education and athletic equipment through U.S. Games and BSN Sports, you are supporting a network of teachers helping teachers. Open is a public service organization. Learn more at openphysed.org.